Welcome to The Lavender Lifestyle, the podcast on personal growth and lifestyle design. My name's Eileen, and I'm here to guide you to become a master artist of life. Every Sunday, you'll get new insight and inspiration on how to create your dream life. After the episode, the conversation continues in our Lavender Lifestyle Facebook group. I can't wait to see you there. Life is an art. Make it your masterpiece. Hey guys, it's Eileen here. So today is the season finale of the Lavender Lifestyle podcast. This is the end of season three, but don't be sad. We will return very soon for season four on November 11th. So mark that date in your calendar. So today's episode is just going to be a solo, casual, chatty podcast. I don't usually do this, but I get great feedback on my solo podcast. To be honest, guys, like it takes more work and preparation for these solo podcast and it's much more fun and easier for me to do interviews which is why I do mostly interviews but I'll throw in some solo podcasts here or there. Before we get started I just want to share some quick info. So I mentioned the podcast will return on November 11th for season four. So during these two months of hiatus I'm going to take that as an opportunity to give this podcast a major facelift. So we're going to have new podcast art and we're going to migrate things on the back end to get this podcast on Spotify. I know a lot of people have asked us to put this podcast on Spotify. There's just some logistical things that we couldn't do. So we have to, you know, migrate to a new hosting. Anyway, do not worry. I will do my best to get that done so you can listen to this podcast wherever you desire. Also, if you guys have feedback on this season of the podcast, what you like, what you didn't like, what you want to hear more of, any guests you'd like to recommend, definitely email your info to alicia at lavendaire.com. That's A-L-I-C-I-A at lavendaire.com. I'd love to hear your feedback or the guests that you want to hear on next season of the podcast. By the way, we've already started scheduling the guests for next season, and I'm so excited. I'm going to talk to a lot of friends and a lot of awesome people, people I've looked up to and I'm just, I can't believe I get to interview them on the podcast, but we'll see how that goes. Also, if you've been enjoying this podcast, please take some time to leave a great review on iTunes. I aim for five stars because, you know, we all want an A+. Regardless, I'm just really happy and grateful that you're here sharing this journey with me and I just want to reach out and give you like a digital hug right now. Wherever you are, I'm giving you a hug, some great vibes, and a lot of love. The last thing I want to announce is the 2019 version of the Artist of Life workbook is coming out on November 1st. I'm also releasing a new product, completely new. It's called the Daily Planner. So it's, you'll find out, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but you'll find out more on November 1st first when it comes out check my website on that day or just get on the email list so you'll get an email once it comes out to join the email list just go to lavendaire.com slash mail m-a-i-l so today's podcast topic is a little bit vulnerable it's very personal i was even debating whether i should talk about this or not but i really wanted to share this new song that i wrote and in order to share the song i felt like i should explain a little bit about that part of my life and so I'm just gonna do it 
<laughs> so if you've been following my YouTube videos recently, you'll know that I have been going through this shift in my life from, you know, being 100% focused on the work of Lavender to actually carving out more time to balance out my life in other areas, giving more time for my health, relationships, and creative outlets, other creative outlets that are not work-related, but more just things that I used to be so passionate and so active in, like music or dance, things like that, things that I just want to do just for fun. I feel like as a creative, you have to devote creative time to create things just for fun without the purpose of it being for work or even to post it or share it. Sometimes you have to create stuff just for yourself. Anyway, there was one evening where I was listening to my old songs. You can still listen to my old album on Spotify. Just type in my name, Eileen Sue, and you will find like Honestly, which is the album I released basically five years ago. Is that crazy? Anyway, I was listening to my old music and also I have a lot of unreleased songs that I just kept on my computer going through all of the old songs that I wrote one night and I was really inspired to write again. Around the same time, I found an artist that I really liked on Spotify. And when I really like an artist, I kind of dig in to discover who they are, where they came from. So I found out that this artist was also based in LA and we had a mutual friend. So I felt pretty connected to this person. So I was like, oh my gosh, I should reach out to them and, and just see what happens. So that's what I did. I sent an email you know, sharing my list of music, sending attachments of my songs, tried to, you know beef up the resume as best as I could and I just basically asked if I could collaborate help write or sing any of his tracks so I did not expect to hear a response actually that night I emailed two producers one that I was previously in contact with and I was planning to like email some more that week just because I'm like you know what it's a numbers game to me that kind of thing is a numbers game to me it's kind of like the more people you reach out to the more likely at least one person will get back to you but surprisingly the next morning literally just a few hours I sent that email this producer responded to me and was like great thanks so much for sending your links here's like a private link to all these tracks that I need vocals on so let me like let me know if you could work on any of them and I was so happy I was really just never Never felt so excited in such a long time about music like that. So because of that encounter, I started to listen to his songs and see which one I liked best, which one I could start writing to. And of course, I liked the one that was like beautiful Porter Robinson sounding vibes. And I wrote to that song. I'm not going to share his production here because I literally just wrote the song and sent him the draft. And I don't even know if it's going to be made into a song. I don't want to share that so soon. So later I'm going to share just a song with like a piano track that I created just so you hear like the song itself. So I'll share the song towards the end of the podcast. But before we even get there, I do want to share the backstory about my relationship with my boyfriend, Wilson. This is something that I don't really talk about in depth on my YouTube channel. I've mentioned things here and there, but I guess I've never dedicated a lot to it. But I felt like I guess this podcast might be a great time to share a little bit about our relationship, what I've learned from these past years. So let me start out with this week actually is our 11 year anniversary and we were even dating before it became official. So we've been together for over 11 years. So it's a cute story because we actually met in elementary school. 
We were friends since fifth grade, and then in middle school, I moved to a different school, and then in high school, we reunited in the same high school. But throughout this entire time, we kept in touch, talked on the phone, on AIM. He's always been like a best friend, which is why I think we've stuck together so long, because we're basically best friends first, and then we got together later on. So we basically have a lot of history. We've seen each other grow up. We've seen each other since we were kids, through puberty, teenage years, college years, and adulthood, building our careers, all of that, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. And personality-wise, just to give you guys a better idea of who Wilson is, he's super extroverted. He's really funny. He loves to be like the center of attention, the clown in the group. He's really strong, really ambitious, very, very competitive. He's basically like the opposite of me. I'm like totally not competitive. I don't care if you beat me at a game, but he is competitive like to his grave. And... I guess we're opposite enough that we balance each other out and yet we're similar in other ways like we help each other he's an entrepreneur as well so he gives me a lot of business advice I you know we bounce ideas off of each other we share advice all the time what I want to talk about today is kind of the health issues that have impacted both of our lives and our relationship for the past four years. So in 2014, Wilson tore his ACL from playing basketball, had to have knee surgery, recover for like six months or more. And I think that was like the first event that snowballed all of these other things that started happening. So at the time, it was just a normal sports injury, although it's like a, it's a major injury, it's a major surgery. But I remember after that surgery, I had to learn how to take care of like someone who couldn't move for months, you know, putting his leg on this machine that would bend his knee for him like multiple times a day. I mean, this is so long ago that now I'm just kind of like rolling my eyes at that. But I remember back then, you know, you're 23, fresh out of college. And when you're at that age, you're kind of selfish. I mean, I was figuring out my life. I wanted to give my energy to myself. And yet... I had this, you know, responsibility to take care of him as well, especially when he was unwell. And it taught me a lot. It taught me how to be more patient because I was very frustrated, very impatient. But how could I get mad at him when he's the injured one? That experience definitely taught me a lot. So after the knee problems came a few other problems, you know, back then we got in a pretty bad car accident where, I mean, I was fine out of it, but Wilson, his neck just something went wrong and he never really went to fix it. So he would have days where he woke up and he couldn't turn his head. Things like that, just serious issues that he'd had to go to multiple doctors for. And then for the past two years, he's had chronic, almost daily migraines, which are, they can get really bad. I guess there's a range. When it started, it was really, really bad where he couldn't even be in a well-lit room. He couldn't go to malls. He couldn't go anywhere where there was where there was light or sound or a lot of people. Things like that. At the time, I was like, what the heck is this? Like old people problems and I would get frustrated but obviously I would try my best to help him figure things out improve his lifestyle and his health and everything and now he's I mean he's still suffering from that now as well as other internal organ problems it's horrible it's just not something a normal 27 year old should suffer from but let me just 
tell you Wilson was a party animal in college. He was the type of personality that thinks he's invincible, can do anything. He thinks he's Superman, and I think he definitely pushes too hard too often. So at this young age, his body is basically like a 50-year-old body and a 27-year-old person's body. (laughs) Um, It's been serious. Like He's seen multiple doctors, like I would say like 20 doctors, over the past four years trying to figure out his issues, which they still can't exactly pinpoint, but they could try to control some triggers. He has a neurologist. He goes for monthly IVs. He has two Chinese doctors, has tried acupuncture, all of these different things. And sometimes I'll go with him to his doctor visits and go with him to those monthly IVs, not to mention the medication that he has to take and the medications he's had to try throughout the years. I mean, you know, doctors will put him on antidepressants and that kind of scared me because I'm kind of like an anti-medicine person but anyway it it's just been like four years of trial and error trying to figure out all these issues but it's basically out of our scope of understanding and we're just doing our best to manage it to live with it and that's how it is even like two weeks ago he's trying this new Um, drug that he has to like stab a needle in his leg at home (laughs) good thing he's like pretty um not scared of these things but i would be terrified of doing that to myself but yeah i watched him stab a needle on in his leg because i couldn't do it for him i I said no (laughs) but anyway on top of that you guys knowing me i'm going to do my best to research and recommend all the holistic ways to help him and Yes, I've recommended he meditate because I think a lot of his migraines is stress-induced. It has to do with just his body is not functioning well. Anyway, I recommend things like meditation, eating more fruits and veggies, getting him on like green smoothies, doing yoga, simple things like drinking more water. These are the simple basic things that anyone should do, right? And yet my boyfriend's the personality that he forgets to drink water sometimes. After playing a couple hours of basketball, he won't drink a drop of water. It really has been like frustrating and yet I've had to learn a lot of patience for understanding that I can't control him and how he takes care of his body. He is responsible for his body and his well-being. And as someone who loves and cares about him, I can only do so much. And I've done my best I've urged him to the point where sometimes I'm naggy sometimes I back off but I think he himself knows that and he wants to change and yet it's hard to you guys know how hard it is to build new habits to change your lifestyle so there's no need to point fingers or find someone or something to blame but I'm just saying it is what it is It's also changed our lifestyle and our social lifestyles a little bit because I mean we used to go out more go out with friends and it's like Wilson used to be the one that wants to go out more, but now I'm the one that wants to go out more because I don't mind going out to the club with friends and he just wants to stay away because it's going to trigger his migraines. He's going to have a horrible time and suffer, not be able to function for like the next three days after going out. It's really something that we both have to manage and it's it's just become a huge part of our daily life, which is like crazy. I will admit, though, in the past couple years, there has been progress made and I've seen him change his lifestyle and want to make smoothies more and do yoga and stretch and take it easy more. It's not like going to be perfect ever, but yes, progress is slow. And I think this whole journey is just teaching me how to love someone unconditionally with their flaws, even if like you wouldn't 
do that to yourself, what they're doing to themselves. You have to support someone, let them go at their own pace, let them figure things out in their own way, let them learn for themselves. You really cannot force things on people. You can't, you just can't. I also realize that timing matters and perspective matters as well. So someone can hear the same piece of advice like 20 different times before actually like listening to it, before letting it like make sense in their mind. They could be like, yeah, 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 I've heard that before, whatever, whatever, until this one time where this one specific person told them that same lesson and yet that was the time that got to them. For example, meditation. That's something that I've been doing for years. I recommend it all the time. You've heard me talk about it. So I've obviously been recommending Wilson to try meditation to, you know, soothe his health issues. And no matter how many times I tell him, he himself will not commit to the practice. He won't make that habit just because deep down, even if he wants to, it's just he hasn't done it because maybe he thinks it's too hard. Maybe his mind goes too fast. But like a few months ago, he has this other friend, this guy who also used to party a lot. They were friends in college. And that guy told Wilson that he started meditating, going on a plant-based diet. And that got to Wilson. After talking to his friend, he was like, oh my gosh, I should try it. I should try meditating, eating plant-based. If Eric can do it, I can do it. Part of it is he probably had to hear it from someone that he could relate to. And part of it was probably timing as well. Just the number of times he's heard this recommended by different people, different sources until finally they're like, okay, maybe I should try it. So that is something that I've had to learn to be very patient with and not feel the need to be like, I told you so. Because yes, I admit sometimes it feels good that you're right. And I always think that I'm right. I mean, most of the time I am, but you just can't rub it in someone's face. Out of love, I guess. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you love this person, you love them unconditionally, fully, without judgment. You kind of give them that open space to develop as their own person. You don't try to impose. You can guide them, but you can never force them. You accept them for 100% everything that they are, all of their flaws, all of their downfalls. You love that part too. One quote that I heard recently from a movie called Set It Up on Netflix that I loved is, you like because and you love despite. Meaning when you like someone, you like them because of this, this, and this, and this. But when you love someone, you love them despite this, this, and this, all of their flaws. And I thought that was really true. So anyway, I had to share that bit about my personal life because that's kind of what I based the song about. I wanted to write it as a story of our relationship, how it started as a young, pure love, just two kids who just had fun together, and how that developed into an older, mature love a love that is deeper, a love that has seen years go by, wrinkles grow on your skin, tough times, tired eyes, all of that. It's the idea that with time, things will grow old, things will get broken, things will get hard, and it's not going to be young and carefree all the time. It's not going to be easy sometimes, but no matter what happens, no matter how your body decays, like 
You love them and you'll always have their back no matter what. Remembering when we were so innocent, young and pure, you took your thread and tied it to but I just wanted to share that song with you in this rough draft stage. I hope you guys kind of liked it because I cried so many times trying to write this song because it's so dear to me. It was hard to put the real feelings and the stories behind what I wanted to tell in just a few verses and just, you know, some lines and lyrics. I'm still learning how to better express myself through lyrics, but I've been having a lot of fun doing it. I'm going to keep writing just for fun, and I'll try to share my creative journey a little bit here and there through Lavender. For the nerds who love to hear the meanings behind lyrics, I'm that kind of person where I love the behind the scenes. I love hearing what the artist intended. So I'm just going to share like a little bit about the song, just my thoughts writing it. So the first verse, you can go back and listen to it later, but the first verse is about that young, innocent, pure love. And I really love the imagery of him. Each person has a thread. Just imagine if each person had a really long thread in their hands and he tied his to mine and we danced. And so imagine dancing with a thread like it gets freaking tangled so that I kind of wanted to paint that picture of you know when you start to spend that many years together go through all those important years of your life together things just become so intertwined that you cannot 
physically untangle that thread. It's you've just become one piece. And that's how I feel like with our relationship. The chorus is about that peaceful moment at the end of the day where you can just lay on each other and relax on the couch, like fall asleep on each other's shoulders. It's like a safe space. This is inspired by the fact that Wilson likes to lay on me and sleep on me. And I feel really cheesy for talking about this, but I mean, it's real and it's in my song. But um, I guess in the day, you have to like play tough. You have to be strong, put on like a thicker skin. But at the end of the day, with that one person, you can really just be vulnerable and relax into that safe space of love. The second verse is about that older, more mature love after the years have gone by, after your skin has grown more lines. The world is not always easy on you. It sometimes feels like a battle that goes on and on. And this battle with his health problems has been going on for the past three to four years. And it's felt like a long time, but basically we're in it for the long haul and we're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep trying striving for a better life and just knowing that we'll be doing it together and I'll be fighting by his side. I know it's cheesy guys, but it's my life, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> anyway, I hope that sharing the backstory of all of this gave more color and more meaning to the song and I hope you enjoyed this little interesting podcast where I shared a little bit of my personal life story, what I've learned, a little bit about me getting into songwriting and creating again, to sharing the actual song with you guys. I thought this was a fun project and I was very intimidated and scared to talk about it, but we're at the end now and I can have dinner and go on with my day. Love you guys so much. We'll return on November 11th for the fourth season of the Lavender Lifestyle Podcast. But in the meantime, please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. I'm on social media, so you can chat with me there. I'll miss you guys in the podcast, but I'll be back very soon. All right. Bye. Bye.